Welcome to the Cat City Outfitters podcast. This is episode 236. Uh, you got Chris and Brian, and today today is two, Thursday, October 19th, 2023. Uh, the world has gotten weird. Well, weirder. <laughs> weird. Stayed weird. Weirdest. Um, yeah. yeah, right now there's two carrier groups in the med. Um, yeah. Yeah. A Mew gearing up um, and some other interesting stuff. Um, interesting little point of fact, those of you that are technology nerds, um, you can go back and look at the Ford, is that the right carrier group? Yeah. That's the new one, right? The newer yeah. of yeah, the boats. Yeah, the newer one. Um, open source Intel, the Ford going across the ocean, open ocean, satellite view available for anybody to see. Um, the planes going on and off to supply the Ford all have transponders and you can ping when they hit the deck on the carrier. Uh, the Ford was making 50 plus knots. Wow. 60, well, it was 60 some miles an hour. The, and you can ping it. You can do, you can do, hey, we had one of my customers point that out, who is a, who is a tech guru, um, does cybersecurity stuff at an extremely high level. Um, it was like, yeah, open source Intel, blah, 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 blah. You can pin the points where they hit the deck and how far apart it was, how much distance it moved in between, and you got time and distance. And 60 plus miles an hour, just right around 60, something like that, 50 some knots over the open ocean. America, <laughs> right? I mean, I can hear eagles screaming in the background. Um, I can hear an A-10 going, burnt somewhere, America. Uh, that's cool stuff. But anyway, so why was the Ford doing that? To get to the Med because Hamas and the Palestinians got froggy and Israel is going to monkey stomp some Hamas, or is monkey stomping some yeah. Hamas folks. Uh, guys, the, the, the things that we've seen in Israel, you, you can Google it. Uh, you can go on YouTube and see stuff you probably can't unsee ever. Um, the, the open source intel's out there. Uh, again, how much of this is false flag BS? How much of this is pictures taken and attributed to Hamas that weren't, or blah, 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 whatever, or things happening? Um, the reality check is there's enough provable intel on what these subhumans did in Israel um, that, that you know the Israelis are going to have to respond. And quite honestly, um, at this point, I don't know how you do that without things getting really, really ugly. This is going to be yeah. what's left of the buildings, house to house, etc. Um, this is provided the Palestinians don't blow themselves up. Exactly, which which, which is it happening. seems like they've they've done with their own hospital. Exactly. Yeah. It, yeah. And and you know and when you start talking about the world getting weird, every major news organization in the world, based on Palestinian sources, the Israelis blew up a hospital. Well, why are we trusting Palestinian sources in any way, shape, or form? And essentially, at this point, Hamas is ISIS, is Al Qaeda. Yeah, they're the they're the same group of animals um, at this point. So, um, uh, uh, as as all this happens, um, Speaker of the House gets voted out, and I don't even care about that because I don't care for the guy one way or the other anyway. Um, and if we end up with Jordan, and things end up even better, cool. I'll stop being political. Nobody cares. Um, that's going on. We lose our Speaker of the House. We give Iran six billion dollars. Um, then kind of stopped, maybe. Maybe, yeah, I don't think so, but <laughs> probably, but maybe. And then we find out this week that, that we actually reopened money to Palestine, aid money to Palestine, and have given Palestine directly probably a billion dollars over the last year or two from the Biden administration. And wow, all of a sudden they have the money, the coordination, and the people to wage war on Israel 
but yet we come to Israel's aid in theory and the doddering old fool gets lost walking around a stage in Israel because doing it here at home is not enough. Yeah. He's got to take the show on the road now. Um, so, the, like I said, the world has gotten weird. Um, the Some of the things that affect you right here, or that could possibly potentially affect us right here at home. Um, as we look at what's going on with Israel politically and Hamas and Palestine, obviously the Palestinian people are, are mad because Israel is struck back. Um, and and I, I get that, whatever, it's your home and, and you're pissed off about that. Israel fought back. Um, the fact that your brother-in-law is the one who instigated is really of no consequence to you because you're not a logical person. That's fine, whatever, you can be mad about that. Uh, the bigger concern are the other bad actor, or not, the other relatively neutral for now actors in the area deciding, hey, maybe we want to join in on this. Yeah. Um, because is the U.S. going to do anything to help Israel, and maybe this is the time to get rid of Israel if we all band together and go do it? If the U.S. Or doesn't get rid of the U.S. in the region. Bingo. Yeah. Get. Yeah. Exactly. Get our influence out of there. Um, but along with that, there's there's kind of a, a logical progression of. Are, are we going to additionally say, hey, let's kind of let's get the band back together and start doing, you know, jihad things and terror things around the world? Um, I think France saw a little bit of that last week with the, the global day of jihad. Um, and if jihad still meant internal struggle, um, then that would be one thing. There aren't that many fat people in France who need to join a gym. So the internal struggle thing is probably something different than that. Yeah. They're probably not trying to coerce pastry eating gun dropping Frenchies to join a gym. They're probably doing something different from that. That's what it looked like. Uh, I didn't hear of anything happening here other than some protests, pro-Palestine, pro-Hamas protests here. And again, if that's where you're from or that's who you are, then okay, cool, go out and protest. But if you look at what they did, I don't understand how you can get on the side of that. But whatever. Um, there wasn't any violence here, but a global day of jihad could, could be a really ugly thing yeah. if enough people, especially 20 or so million uh, military-age males that have snuck across the southern border in the last decade or 20 years, whatever, decided that it's time to coordinate something, um, that becomes a really ugly thing. It almost becomes an uglier thing if in small groups they just decide to do something on their own in disparate places with no connection because now there's no way to link intel up from this event to that event to that event to track things and see what's happened, who's doing what, because it is truly a grassroots, yeah. you know, how many million people effort here locally. Um, while all this is happening, we've taken our eye off the ball in Ukraine. Now we're heading into winter. We don't really like fighting in the winter in Ukraine because it's ugly, but the ground does harden up and you can actually move stuff until it gets so cold everything breaks. Um, but that's removed somewhat positive influence yep. of Russia in the, in the Caucasus. And so now we have Turkey exerting influence in the Caucasus. And now we're looking at 100,000 plus uh, people being pushed literally physically pushed out of the Caucasus. Um, do your history there. That's another area of the world that's been fighting over territory, over land, over resources for going on three to 5,000 years or more. Yeah. Uh, the Romans calmed them down for a while, but it's been a while since the Romans were a thing. Um, so that's gotten interesting. And then right here in the U.S., all the left-wing craziness here and, and postmodernism where um, I can identify as whatever I want. There is no truth. Uh, principles don't exist. Um, and, and any kind of any kind of principal behavior is now viewed as a bad thing. Which is why the left seems to be siding with the animals of Palestine. Yeah, uh, which, like I said, is just stunning. Um, 
I don't, I don't. I just don't know how you reconcile that. But that's that's just me yeah. personally here. Um, so you and know, not to mention the Chinese have gotten more yeah. aggressive around Taiwan. Yeah, because everybody's busy. Everybody's looking somewhere else. Uh, you know, so with all this stuff going on, guys, the 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 probably the biggest push on this for us and the message that we want to convey to you is keep your powder dry. Um, you know, a global day of jihad and and the and certain parts of that community saying, hey, it's time to start stirring stuff up because the more we can stir up, the more we can settle things. Um, you know, maybe more more ground we can gain uh, here in America. I think there's you know an opportunity for us. I think people are awake to the fact that the world's going sideways right here at home. And then you're looking at everything going on out there in the world going, okay, how far is this going to go? You know, if an actual war kicks off, I'm going to say right now that this isn't Israeli police action. They're responding to people doing horrible things. Uh, But if it turns into a war and other nation states start getting involved on either side or both, um, that's a big draw of attention away from what's going on on a local government and stuff like that. And then again, we're just getting into the weirdness here. And there's all kind of opportunity for people either saying they're pro-Palestine, pro-Hamas, or they're just jihadis, or they're just crazies, or they're left-wing college kids who maybe are old enough to buy a gun now and decide to go do something stupid, um, you know, a la green hairs and and blue hairs and whatnot, doing all kind of interesting stuff. So, yeah. So what does that mean for you? If you haven't bought a rifle... Now's the time. Now's the time. Do we say citizens vote and own rifles? Um, you know, so having a rifle, having a few hundred rounds of ammo, uh, having taken a class or two to learn how to use the damn thing, um, having done some med training and stuff like that. I uh, just talked to uh, one of our friends in the industry who is actually doing a, uh, a, a really interesting med class. It's a, it's a scenarios-based med class. It's a live tissue class um, that's just that they're setting up that they've done before. Uh, super deep dive into all the stressors of a gunfight that turns into dealing with something that's wounded and needs fixed and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, you know, if you're taking a med class, get in a med class. If you haven't done Stop the Bleed, go do Stop the Bleed. Um, if you got an opportunity to do something NAEMT sponsored that's beyond that or TCCC sponsored that's beyond that, um, you know, check out some local companies, like I said, like your Red Cross. And then also like maybe J. Crow Consulting, you know, get a hold of Jack yeah. and, and say, hey, I want to get in a med class. Um, he's a busy man right now, again, since Ukraine, since the world's melted down. But anyway, chase some of this stuff down. Chase some of this stuff down. Um, it seems like over the last three or four years, our sales around nylon, and when I say nylon, I mean like plate carriers, chest rigs, stuff like that. Um, when we had Obama in office, um, sales of that kind of stuff, of, of armor, plate carriers, etc., and then chest rigs and whatnot, accessories to make the rifle a more functional fighting tool to support it in the field for more extended periods um, were a bigger deal, and that kind of calmed down, and it feels like that's coming back again. I think people are pay atten- paying attention, which is awesome. Um, I don't know what everybody envisions they're gearing up for, but they're gearing up for something and so a lot of that stuff has gotten a little bit harder to get a hold of. Um, right now, good quality AR rifles are gettable, but not easily gettable. Yeah. Um, as I sit here and look at the wall with Bravo Companies and Daniel Defenses, uh, Sons of Liberty Gun Works and some FN guns and stuff like that, we have some mid-range to high quality guns on the wall that you can stake your life on. Uh, but it felt for about a week or so, all that stuff disappeared. And if you didn't already have it in the tube, you weren't going to get it. Uh, Ammo-wise... 
we were seeing a great prices on ammo, 30 cents around for five, five, six, two, two, three, uh, with the rebate coming from federal, uh, of course, the uh, gov- Winchester, 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 pardon me. <clears throat> Thank you. Uh, Winchester, um, and the government clamped down on Lake city and, and canceled contracts and stopped Lake city from sending any ammo out to the civilian market right now. Um, which to my mind, just with everything stupid this administration's done with the ATF, with I mean, for God's sakes, no more civilian Sims rounds, um, you know, marker rounds and stuff like that. This smells to me like the government going, ah, we can kind of declare, hey, this is an emergency. We don't want any of that ammo going to those smelly civilians now. Um, maybe that's not the case. Maybe it's actually going somewhere useful, like to Israel or to Ukrainians or something like that. I don't know. But we're backstopping our own supplies. <clears throat> maybe, which would be great for, if that were the for case. Dot mill and not the ATF. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Our, our yes, our non-federal LE. Um, you know, it would be great if that was going to the military and not to non-federal law enforcement, you know, who doesn't need to buy $4 billion more rounds because they don't want us to have them kind of thing. Um, but anyway, like I said, things are getting weird. These are just a bunch of examples that all seem to be falling. A whole bunch of stuff all seems to be falling out of the sky all at one time. And I know there's always crazy crap going on, but it just seems like this kind of has piled up in the last couple of years. And so here we are in the last 24 months looking down the barrel of all this weirdness. Where is it headed? And I think the people of Israel being disarmed by their own government, because if you went back 20 years ago, all the, if you were 19 to 55 and male, you were in the reserves. Um, you know, you might have deferred and gone to college, but you came out and you went as an officer into the reserves. Yeah. Um, you know, and did a certain amount of time there, and a lot of females as well, not just males. Um, the reserve population in Israel is enormous because there are countries surrounded on every side by people who want to do what just happened to them a week ago. Um, unfortunately, about 20 years ago or so, the Israelis kind of clamped down on civilian gun ownership. Uh, they went progressive, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and so they, the reservists used to take home their guns or have their guns at home with ammo and stuff like that. Uh, that kind of went away. Now you check guns in and out for duty, you know, for duty weekends or duty weeks or whatever. Um, and this is what happens when you don't have an armed society. Uh, there are pocket examples of of Israelis, reservists, people with training, or people with just some frickin' grit doing God's work. Some of them paid the price, but they saved kids, um, they saved communities, they saved each other, they held out just long enough for the cavalry to show up and start mopping up, you know, yeah. and, and putting down some cur dogs kind of thing. Um, but it, there were some examples of how things should work, and there were lots, lots, lots more examples of what happens when you disarm people and don't let them have weapons with them. Uh, the music festival where there were 200 and some people slaughtered. Um, if you looked at pictures of those types of events that were gatherings, that were community celebrations, things of this nature 20 years ago, um, literally one in five people there had an M16 slung over their shoulder while they're out there dancing, doing whatever, having fun. And, and apparently very, very, very few people at this place were armed with anything more than a handgun. Yeah. And so, you know, we're back to have a rifle have a rifle so yeah man i feel like debbie downer today you know yeah yeah so yeah so i don't know what else to add to that um conversations around this kind of stuff uh, we were you know this is this is what's this is what people are talking about right now so that's why we're bringing it up but we we have seen it the industry in general has seen a huge increase in the sale of rifles rifle ammo 
optics, accessory slings, things of that nature just blew up in the last couple weeks, especially in the last week. So if you're not there, or maybe you bought an Obama gun, an Obama rifle, um, you know, or you bought a Biden AR, and you haven't put an optic on it, you haven't put a sling on it, you don't have half a dozen mags loaded with decent ammo, and maybe a backstop of another case of ammo as training ammo, um, you know, and then some way to carry mags around with you and other sustainment gear like med gear and things of that nature, um, might be time to do some looking around. So we're, we're here for you. Yeah. Yep. So that's our PSA. Winter is here. <laughs> I don't think winter's coming. I think winter's here. So it was chilly this morning. It was. Yeah. yeah. So cool. I don't know what else to add to that. Yeah. I guess the other part would be, you know, training up spouses, kids. Yep. Yeah. Creating your fire teams. Yeah. Creating your fire teams. Um, you know, and that, and that's that uh, for, for a lot of our spouses, well, especially like for me, for my spouse, um, conversations around this stuff is hard. You know, she's lived, you know, we've lived very safe, calm lives, um, you know, at 50 years of age and seeing this kind of stuff happen has actually brought a lot of women into the shop, uh, looking for a rifle because their husband has a rifle. And they're like, well, you know, if something ever, you know, and you hear him go, oh, shit ever hits the fan, I'm going to grab my rifle and do God's work. And, and now all of a sudden shit's hitting the fan and it's all over the news. And we've got, we have wives, sisters, uh, spouses, etc. going, I think I want a rifle too. You have one. I want to know how this works. Um, but yeah, getting, getting the tools and then as importantly, getting trained up. Um, the reality check is, you know, thing is weird enough. There'll probably be rifles laying around somewhere you can pick up but you still need to know how to make it work. Um, and, and I would extend that to the rest of your tribe too. You know, we preach this a lot, um, you know, friends, family, uh, but you know, family and then out to friends and then out to acquaintances, uh, church groups, whatever else. But the interest in this has, has expanded beyond what has largely been a male driven buyer um, or a male buyer driven by, you know, concerns about these things. All of a sudden is mama bear going, well, wait a minute. I, I want to have the right tools too, so for sure. Um, locally, Sierra Training Group, they're very busy. Um, they do a lot of training, a lot of really good dudes involved with Sierra. Um, the guys out of EGA Defense do some really good, solid uh, foundational rifle training and handgun training, um, and then can go beyond that if you wish. Uh, TDI down in Southern Ohio, uh, a lot of good stuff going on down at TDI. Uh, Alliance Police Training up north, a lot of good stuff going on up there too. Um, you know, there's definitely places you can get out there and, and get in some classes and learn a lot in a fairly condensed amount of time and get your skill sets up. And then it's up to you to do the training beyond that to keep yeah. sharp, but it's out there. So, yeah, so again, not to be Debbie Downer, but winner's here. Yeah, a lot of the manipulations, mechanics, yep. like all that kind of stuff, can be practiced dry. Um, if you're not dry firing your what? rifle, what uh, you're probably doing it wrong. Yeah, uh, you can dry fire. Yeah, like you can, you can use guns and train with guns without making loud noises and spending money. Yeah, it's, it's possible. Imagine, imagine that. What? I don't. I don't know if I believe that or not, Brian. <laughs> that just sounds like some kind of black magic to me. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, especially. <laughs> Working all of the, you know, the visual transition stuff. Yeah. Um, learning how to be very aggressive with the vision. Yeah. Um, that can all happen dry. Um, yeah, you can run through pretty much everything in the adaptive rifle book from Ben Steger and Joel Park. 
dry. I'm yeah. going to walk you through how to do the different exercises, different drills yeah. in dry fire in the book. Um, and if you're looking for a, you know, maybe you're a bench press shooter or PRS shooter, uh-huh. plinker, um, you know, you're, you've gotten your AR, but you've never done more than you know, sit on a bench at the state park range. And zero and it or whatever. Yeah. Zero it or, you know, shoot it. Um, real estate signs, you know, yeah. at 100 yards away. Yeah. Uh, adaptive rifle really covers the foundations of how to run that gun aggressively yeah. in a close quarters urban suburban environment. Yeah. So definitely there's some resources out there to be digging up. Um, you know, and, and I, I don't want to, I don't want people to feel like, you know, hey, you're behind the eight ball. You need to run out and do this this instant. But the reality check is, um, there are a lot of us out there have been paying attention for a long time, and we've been labeled everything from you know from quacks to crackpots to whatever deplorables. You know, yeah, deplorables and everything else in between. Um, but the reality check is, uh, if if something happens, you know, you you are your own first responder, um, and and you're going to be the one who, and I don't want to say saves the day. I'm going to say saves your own ass, saves your family's ass, maybe saves someone else's ass kind of conversation. Um, but it'll be you. You know, the police will get there eventually. If you're really lucky, um, there'll be a squared away officer when it happens, and he'll put the butt down before anybody before it ever becomes an active shooter slash terrorist incident or whatever. Um, you know, for fortunate. But the reality check is you can't bank on that. You have to bank on it being you. Um, and that starts with whatever you carry on you all the time. And then at, at hearth and home turns into the rifle. And then if things get really weird, then we go beyond. You know, having civilians out patrolling keeping an eye out for bad guys and let's hope it doesn't get there but i think israel's been there you know for decades and i think they wish they hadn't gotten soft i guess yeah so we'll see how hard they get now yeah yeah cool um yeah on that note as we come across interesting things we try to even post up to our facebook and instagram uh, our Facebook is Cap City Outfitters. On Instagram, you can find us at Cap City Outfitters too. Uh, on our website, CapCityOutfitters.com, you can find information such as how to do an FFL transfer or how to purchase a suppressor via our storefront over at SilencerShop.com. And then on the website, you can sign up for the newsletter, which comes out once a week on Fridays, or drop us an email to info at CapCityOutfitters.com. We will add you to the newsletter list. We're here in Hilliard, Ohio. We're at 4465 Cemetery Road. We're in front of the Aldi's. We're directly next to Louis Fusion Drill. And we're here Tuesday through Friday, 10 to 5. And then Saturdays, 10 to 3. And we look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks for tuning in, guys.